I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left, no reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture show broadcast in Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Green, and we're back with another episode of One Good Scare Commentaries. And no, you're not seeing double. We're actually done two commentaries for Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, but this time it's the theatrical cut. But in order to do it, I need to have a co-host, Mr. Mike Wilson. How are you doing, Mike? Mm. <laughs> at last we'll reveal ourselves to the jedi at last they'll have your revenge at last they will leap from my roof <laughs> well if you were with us last time you know that this episode is recorded right after the last one we watched two versions of following six back to back which you should never do no it's not doctor recommended no not doctor recommended so if we sound and, and we also just went to fucking wendy's to watch the taste of the producers cut out of our mouths uh, I had a double uh, pretzel bacon pub sandwich and a Dave's double. That's about 2,000 calories in one oh. sitting. So I feel pretty good. I think there's like meat in my bloodstream now. <laughs> what did you have? Didn't you have like three six pieces or whatever? Yeah, and large fry and a large sherry Coke, and I'm just like... So Tim is filled with 18 chicken nuggets, fries, <laughs> and Coke. Uh, oh. We hate life right now. <laughs> we don't know why we signed up for this, but we're, we're, we're doing it. So uh, but we're, we're making the best of it. We're literally at our wit's end, so hopefully we don't go too off the rails. I mean, with the movie. I mean, mentally, we're fucking <laughs> gone right I, now. I got to get behind the wheel uh, You got to drive later. Yeah. Shit, all I got to do is sleep and pray to God I don't wake up. And, and I, I've only got like four hours of sleep because I went to bed at six in the morning this morning. Uh uh, yeah, so this is going to be uh, a real hoot. So if you want to sync up your own copy of the theatrical cut of Halloween well, why the 6. Why fuck would you want to do that? If you are a glutton for punishment and you want to do that, uh, uh, how would you do that, Mike? Uh, movie. Um, <laughs> TV. Beginning. Time. Don't. Uh, all right. We're. we're, we're oh, fucking Christ. I have to do this. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> blame I your coworker, man. I hate you with the fire of a thousand suns. Blame your coworker, man. Like, why am I blaming my coworker? Because you hadn't gotten sick. We could have spread this across two different days. Oh, this could have been done a long time ago. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I was out. If you didn't listen to the last one, I was out. This is long delayed because I was out. I had COVID, and it didn't kill me, unfortunately. Oh. So I have to be here now. <laughs> and do this. I made sure to wait until. A couple uh, weeks for him to recover so he's no longer contagious to come over. Yeah, I should just cough on you the whole time. No, I will fucking kill you. No, you won't. I, <laughs> You'll uh, die from COVID first. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get the chance. Oh, uh, we should uh, be laughing uh, about this. All right, so, movie. Um, We're watching the Blu-ray. <laughs> That's from... what you did last night. <laughs> no, I didn't blow Ray last night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony Cumia. I did... That joke's <laughs> been, been told a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> slap happy. Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of that. I'll slap you. <laughs> so, 
So anyway, we're watching the Blu-ray version from the 2014 box set. Uh, I don't know if that particular copy of the film was ever released standalone. I know one was by Echo Bridge, which I know you shouldn't scream, screen near an open flame because <laughs> it's Echo Bridge. Uh, if you watch, so whatever you watch this on DVD, I know D, oh God, this, this like, this is the only good release of this movie. Like, there was never a true anamorphic widescreen DVD version. It's fucking it, it, it letterbox. Just goes, it just goes to show you the uh, how the company no distributing, one this. Yeah, nobody cared about this movie. But anywho, whatever version you are watching, um, you want to do like last time and start it and and pause it right when the Dimension Films logo first f- comes in. It literally, like the if you have a frame, you could tell how fucking fried I am right it, now. It is a frame by frame uh, selection. So if, if you if you have a frame by frame forward and reverse on your particular device of media, uh, the literally the previous frame you want to be black. Yeah, and then the, the and then the very first frame that you pause it on. Good God, I can't talk right now. To be the close up like D in Dimension Films. Yes, like like. The, the the edge of it. Yeah, the outline of I it. I said this. You know what? We're starting it in the same place as the producer's cut. Just fucking listen to that. Pause it. Pause the theatrical cut in the right spot and then go back to this. And if you, <laughs> you want to make sure it's synced up, just wait for us to do our countdown uh, from five to one. And when we say play, hit play at when the... I, when, when I hit that hard P in play, though. Yeah. In yeah. Play. All right. So you ready? You hit play. I'm ready to have a hard P all over the place. <laughs> five, four... Three, two, one, play. Bam! That's a new dimension of terror, right? (sighs) Now this has all those stupid fucking jump cuts and everything. (laughs) Whose fucking idea was that? Uh, So we we just got pretty much a... A recap of the whole movie right there. In the, we in probably that just made you jump out of your skin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You don't got to watch it anymore. You, well, you got the recap right there. Yep. Just these, these fucking weird hard cuts. Like <laughs> that, the hard that's cut. how Michael like the delivers his, need, his vengeance. Like the hard cut I need across my throat. Oh. To get out of this. Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. But starts out very similar. Just like last time, so you don't got to listen to it again. We don't got to record it again. Here we go. Stop be- screaming, lady! They're making her watch Halloween Six. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's the this, this is the representation of the test audiences. She's giving birth to the film reel. <laughs> that's why it hurts so much. Yeah, I guess it it really size. hurts. It's not because of the size; it's what's on the print <laughs> that hurts more. <laughs> I'd uh, rather pass a film reel than watch this. <laughs> oh man! I mean, uh, you know where they got all their car rentals from? Where hurts? Because uh, because it, it hurts. Uh, uh, I must have driven you over the edge with that one. And here's fuck you in the ass. And here's, <laughs> here's the Temple of Doom set, like last time. Kalima. We spoke about this last time. About this is very far from what the writer Daniel Farren's envisioned. He had a more Rosemary's Baby type cult where they are in modernized. The clinical yes, hospital. clinical hospital. It's like a modernized cult. You yeah, know? they live in today's world. They don't worship Kalima, and if they do, they'll do it. And if they do, under the guise of a mental hospital, they'll do it all in the hospital. Yeah. Who lights all these candles? And how do you keep them lit? I mean, it's hard to keep one candle aflame sometimes. 
Let alone dozens. And the torches. <laughs> no. Ah, that baby, she gave birth to a four-month-old. A very clean four-month-old. That's the thing with movie babies. Unless you're George Lucas and you'll fucking <laughs> put the fucking camera... What was it? Baby Luke and Leia? That was like one of his uh, people working on the set or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they uh, Paul Steven w- Rudd. The wife was having a baby and George Lucas let them film the babies. Like Those are like she- actual newborns. Oh, okay. In, in Revenge of the Sith. That's realism. He can't say no to George Lucas cause, or else he'll get kicked off the production. Oh, boy. But instead of Dr. Loomis doing the voiceover, it's, it's someone we don't know and never heard of and don't want to because it's fucking drier than my fucking... I don't know. I was going to say, like, uh... La- I was going to say, please stick the landing, please stick he's, the landing. He's drier than my balls after applying gold bond. <laughs> Fuck. Uh... But I think they hit him away. Who are you? I know who you are as much as I do they. Mm-hmm. Who is th- You never know that. Who is they? Like, whenever you hear someone complain about someone and they say they should, it's like, who is they? I remember that at work a lot, at Walmart a lot. Yep. Maybe you know what they should someone, do? You know what they should do? They're like, who the fuck is they? They're having the pronoun game. <sighs> I wonder if that person in question is still working there. Probably. I think he actually is. Nice guy, but still. Just like... Comp- this is the- he Come literally on. is the rumor mill. Everything, every rumor you hear came out of that guy. Yeah? I like him, but er, yeah. Every time you hear some fucking rumor, it would always be coming from him. Hmm. You know what they should do? They should. I like you, man, but chill. <laughs> Anyways, movie. Yeah. It's yeah. the, the lady that thinks this is all fucking fun in games. Look at her. Look at her. She's like not even really afraid. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we should have made a drinking game every time there was a obnoxious flash, fl- flash like cut. that. Oh, wait. This new score is here. <laughs> yeah, the bad horsey uh, dive bombs. <laughs> she's having a good time. She's just laughing. I about. know. Look at her. What's so funny? Like she's trying, like she's been laughing at her own joke, and she's trying to tell it. And Jamie Lloyd's is looking rather <laughs> peculiar at her. Yeah, this person just gave birth and has been fucking locked up. She doesn't need help getting up. Ah, uh, I, I mean, if she didn't still have blood on her thighs when the fucking man in black walked in. I, I mean, if Numi Rapis can have her stomach uh, stapled back together and run away from a, a falling ship, yeah, so but that's the future. Uh, yeah, her her stomach was cauterized. <laughs> convenient spikes for convenient deaths. Stick around. <laughs> Uh, she really got the point. Don't bullshit. Don't bullshit. All of it. The cabinet missing the whole business. Guys, gonna do your dirty work. Not so funny now, huh? Oh, and then another flash cut. Fuck. <laughs> because looking at the time right now, this movie is seven minutes shorter than the producer's cut. Well, we actually just had... The, what was it? On the Blu-ray, we started it at like the 15-second mark. Yeah. Because we had this long Miramax intro. That's why I told everyone, sync it up at the Dimension Films logo. Because that's actually where the movie starts. And also, I don't right. know if that Miramax intro is on every uh, version of uh, this. Good point. So, the Dimension Films one is. That's uh, why I had you folks sync it up where I told you to. 
She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be falling on her baby. Oh! Uh, and there's fucking drunky milk alcohol. Like, like... Wh- Hobo wh- McTrain Station. Like, wh- like, at first I'm like, maybe he works for the hospital and he's a security guard or something like that, but... <laughs> Fuck, if I work for the hospital, I'd be drinking out by the train, <laughs> by, by the train tracks every day. Uh, <laughs> All right, now we're about to get a little more gore than we got in the producer's cut. Yeah. This... Yep. Ooh. Actually, holy shit, it, that was an insert shot. Like yeah. the, the the twist right at first was from producer's cut, mm-hmm. and then it cut to that close-up insert. Yeah. All right, so they didn't. They, they used a little. A little bit. Just a little bit. And now we're in Salt Lake City for the third time. Boy, I'm having deja vu right now. It's as if we recorded this already. Yes. At the the. But at least it looks like they have more than one rain tower. Yeah. <laughs> Which I noticed that I was watching, I did like a John Wick marathon yesterday, and at near the climax of the movie, as big budget a movie it is, like a $20 million, the climax <laughs> flash, um, they totally had one rain tower for the finale of that movie, <laughs> with a surface area about 12 feet. Oh, kill for him, Danny. Just just do it already. <laughs> That's how lethargic and... Uh, we had towards this movie. Just like, go ahead, Daddy. Just, just, just lose your shit. Just kill for him. Can I be your victim? Just, just do it. Kill for him. <laughs> what are you kid? Like, were you Virginia Madsen and uh, Candyman? Like, I'll be your victim. Uh, just kill for him, Daddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't helpful. We watched an episode of The Simpsons where uh, you totally knocked that down. <laughs> <laughs> this light switch isn't right there, dummy. Yeah. Uh, where they made fun of Gen X is the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Tom's Tank Engine. I don't know. She doesn't seem like the kind of person who would listen to Barry Sims. Does she, I don't think she's in her, his... Uh... But that's how good Barry Sims is. Everyone listens to Barry Sims, uh-huh. and he's coming to town tomorrow. Town that's banned Halloween since 1989. I mean... What if we actually got that Quentin Tarantino written uh, Halloween movie? (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking of, we were just talking about The Simpsons. I was just thinking of the itchy and scratchy cartoon directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, with the deconstruction of violence in cartoons. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, man. It's like violence isn't everywhere in society, man. It's even like in breakfast cereals. The itchy fucking decapitates. With a katana. Yep. They're both wearing fucking, like, suits and... From Pulp Fiction. And she's throwing fucking gasoline on Scratchy, who's tied up in a chair while stuck in the middle is playing. Yep. Uh, speaking of creepers... Ugh. Creeper! Tommy Doyle. Um, react? React? <laughs> I'm caught. Like, wave? Like, whoops, I'm sorry, but no. Steady looks agitated. (laughs) One of the lucky lucky ones. I survive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If there's somebody... If Ambien were a human, it would be this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess uh, Tina would be Adderall. Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what anything is. Oh, they just cut 
Yeah, they did the thing. They did the thing. And they, they, they they trimmed down Loomis' scene with a fucking shitty flash cut. I think is that what we're calling them? Flash cuts. Yeah, so my like flash, well. and they are very quick. And, and, and not like the cool flash, like the comic book character or Flash Gordon. Flash, ah, uh, savior of the universe. Day man. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I like that episode. <laughs> oh man. Hunter of the night man. <laughs> Champion of karate. <laughs> oh, there's Happy Loomis. Happy Loomis. Happy. That, that, that's Donald Pleasance before he read the fucking revised script. <laughs> and he becomes Angry Loomis. And apparently he lives in a fucking stone wall. Oh. Lives in a fucking gothic castle that had the front door renovated. You see, this is why Christopher Lee should play the role. <laughs> like, I'm back in a castle once again. I sleep in my own dirt. <laughs> Welcome to Orthak, Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, I guess it really does run in the family to be able to drive a car. Sure. She's only been locked up since she was nine. Nine. When did you start driving a car? Uh, when I was five. Really? My uncle used to take me like big parking lots. He'd let me sit on his lap and I'd steer while he drove. Huh. So he could always hit the fucking brakes when he needed to. Smart. And then I remember when I was 13, he let me drive his car in like a parking lot. I was 13 as well. Like like every Saturday for like, I guess maybe like almost two years, I'd hang out with my buddy Renee like all day where his dad would take Renee and I to uh, guitar lessons where Renee would learn and then I would drive around in like the parking lot with the, the van and then we'd go to Blockbuster, uh, pick out a movie or two movies or a game. Go to a local pizzeria, and then we would play said game or watch said movie. And, yeah, so I started driving when I was 13. But uh, Jamie here, I don't think she's driven before, and then maybe somebody did give her lessons. I wonder how many fucking red lights she blew. I wonder how many, uh, I wonder how much smolding wreckage from, like, T-bones and head-on collisions there are in her wake. Did you ever see Wolf of Wall Street? I did not. Well, at one point where... Leonardo DiCaprio's character takes like these really old like experimental ludes and he they don't hit him so he keeps keep taking more and more uh, and so he's out from his house and they all hit him at once so now he can't he has no function over his appendages and he gets into his Ferrari to try and drive back he gets back safely he's like huh okay passes out on his couch however he's awoken by the local police they drag him out of the house, and his Ferrari is so fucked up, and it cuts to him just hitting every single thing on the road back <laughs> to his house. That's oh, funny. Just as you said, experimental ludes. Loomis and uh, Wynn took a drink, and I'm like, all these things seem good to help me get through this movie. Experimental ludes and whiskey? Yep. And they cut out the part when Wynn announces his retirement. <sighs> but then again, it is a stupid idea. The retirement idea, like... Well, him announcing his retirement to Loomis, okay, that's cool, but asking for your friend... As we said last time, if you haven't listened to it in the producer's cut, as they, he wants Loomis to take his place. It's like you want someone who's about 20 years older than you. Nearly infirmed. Who had a fucking massive stroke six years ago and is pretty much fried mentally and physically from the, the, the self-destruction of trying to stop a serial killer, a superhuman serial killer, and you want him to take your job, run in the place. 
Well, it's clear that the, this this cult is not the smartest of the bunch. It's clear that the the the, the screenwriters who altered the script are not the smartest bunch. Hmm. I still have to read through. I, I actually do have Daniel Farron's original like shooting script. Can you verify that it's his? I think a lot of a lot of things in there have been verified, basically by him in interviews. But I haven't read it yet. So, I mean, I'm sure you could probably reach out to him. You probably could find his email out there if you really want. Well, to. you got no. He's done so many interviews over the years, and so many people have confirmed that the things he said were in it. Uh-huh. That all it has to do is well, not totally true, but I mean. Look how many movie scripts get uploaded online, you know? Yeah. Even the uh, fake uh, Halloween Kills uh, script that went around yeah. or, uh, mid last year. Mm-hmm. Now Michael is in the bathroom stark- stalking for his niece. That shows how smart people were. It's like you had a fucking test screening and then a fake script gets released. It's like people have already seen this movie. They can tell you it's bullshit or not. Uh-huh. Is she in this stall? No. No. This stall is too soft. This one's too hard. This stall is just right. That's behind door number three. We'll make a joke from last time. My God, she went down the pipes. Uh, Why wouldn't she close the fucking window behind her? She's in a rush. Not the band rush. Bye bye night. All right. Well, I'll give her this. She's probably trying to get him away from her baby. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we know where the baby is. <laughs> Out of context, this is a creepy sentence. And there's two people that are clearly not wearing Michael Myers masks driving yep. that van. Yeah, because one's the camera operator and one's the dri- <laughs> stunt driver. Huh. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, 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 oh. No! Uh, my pumpkins! <laughs> Look what you did to my pumpkins! Who's that? Uh, the pumpkin uh, carving video that we saw on Red Letter Media. Oh, I don't fucking know. But I feel like this is his uh, this his, is his home farm. away from home. Yeah, this is his farm that uh, Jamie just can't. Why now not? he's got to hold off the shooting of his video. <laughs> this bad pumpkin carving video. <laughs> the farmer comes out like, "What are you doing? He you com- ran into my pumpkin." He comes out in like a button-up onesie with the with with the fucking ass that opens up and a pitchfork. <laughs> they get barefoot st- with his hat on. Uh, he stole like a piece of straw in his mouth. <laughs> no, a pitchfork in one hand and a gas lantern in the other. <laughs> Spitting tobacco. Ah oh, man, and still hits us. We hear a spittoon sound effect, even though he's, there's none around. He hits the wet ground. Yeah. Uh, boy. All right, so this is part of a reshoot right here. Yep. You can tell her hair is different. Oh, oh, whoa. Uh, uh. Okay. That was kind of cool. He's everywhere these days. <laughs> yeah, J.C. Brandy did get a lot of flack for uh, playing Jamie. but Needlessly. She, I, I, she was actually, I think she was actually friends with Danielle Harris and did contact her, and Danielle Harris was cool about it. She was happy her friend was getting work. <laughs> oh, I just noticed Michael in the background. Yeah. Daniel Harris turned to J.C. Brandy in the words of Bane. She was like, do your work. Do your work. <laughs> I 
And then the and then she said to the director, "Do your worst." <laughs> and Joe Chappelle like saluted her and says, "I will." <sighs> if I ever run into that guy, I don't know what's going to happen. Probably nothing because I don't think you'll know it's him. No. I wouldn't know him from a hole in the wall. Why didn't you fucking step on like a stick? Uh, somehow in. Oh, must ow. be the money. Bailed Ooh. on a wheat thresher. Uh, That's not a wheat thresher, is it? I. I That's like a fucking um, hedge, like hedge trimmers. I mean, like three hedge trimmer blades. What the fuck? Hog. I say we don't we don't live could, on the farm. Could I have a hug? Give me a hug. Give your father a hug. Uh, no. Pronto. Oh! Ow. That's why you don't hug Dr. Evil. And you see, that's when the Halloween uh, fans just said, no, we're done. Well, I will say this. He did have a pretty good reaction to her saying you can't have the baby. Just <laughs> this. Like, ew. This is like needlessly cruel. I know. Great. <laughs> uh, if you're gonna go out, go out big, I guess. Rather than just the uh, the stab drop, and then I mean, uh, not make sure she's dead or not. And then, nearly yeah. 24 hours later, the knife is taken out of her by at the hospital. Uh, I wouldn't say 24. I'd say more like it's a nearly. It's a nearly 24 hours. I'd say more like seven hours later. Mm-hmm. We don't know what time of day it is. So you mean to tell me the doctor went in the middle of the day, assassinated her? No, the next, uh, no, the next night, twenty four hours later, in the hospital, the knife was taken out of her the next morning, like around uh, here, and then she went to the hospital. They did surgery. No, 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 because when we, in the producer's cut, she's in the OR, and then you see the doctor take out the knife. Yes, that's later though, when they first f- find her. No, the, when they do the actual surgery, that's early. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, she stays track. in the yeah, hospital. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 my bad. That's when uh, Loomis is describing it. Fuck to, this uh, timeline. That's when Loomis is describing it to uh, Mrs. Strode. Right. And there we go. We got our kids trick or treating, and we need a Halloween a Haddonfield it. and then a Halloween title card. We are surprisingly accurate to South Pasadena. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a really good location. Uh, it is, and like the act, no, where the actual like street blocks are is almost, almost to what it was in um, the original Halloween. So they found a good place. Why in 1989 they didn't find it and decide on and say no, Mister Gerard, we're not go, we're not filming in Frankenstein's mansion, which <laughs> is now on sale for four million dollars. Four million dollars. Yep, the Salt Lake City Myers house from Halloween Five at the time of this recording is up for sale. So if you have a spare $4 million, you can around. have your own. If you bought enough of that GameStop stock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, we're dating this commentary again. Ah, fuck it. Um, Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> I just ate it. Uh, Y2K is really going to be the downfall of us all. Mm. Uh, what other day do you think is going to happen? Um, Did we ever figure out who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Um, this sucks. Uh, uh, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> That's where we, we've devolved into just Beavis and Butthead oh, uh, level of content. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Beavis. <laughs> I will say, I think 
just uh, from the color correction from the producer's cut here, I think this is a lot warmer. Like the pee in my pants because I've lost all bowel control watching no, this. Because, it's my brain no, because fails. When I was a light brighter because like her hair is far more um, vibrant right here. It's just, it doesn't look as drab. But it seems like Stop okay. Stop body shaming her, Tim, for her drab hair in a different cut of the no, film. No, I'm not talking about her hair is drab. <laughs> I'm talking about the color correction of the movie. Uh, I feel dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Halloween six. Too much Halloween six may be bad for your health. Ooh. What See, that's f- a better edit, right there. What did. the five fingers say to the face? What? Slap, bitch. Oh, Jesus. Uh. That's a better edit than, than the producer's cut because it's like yes, a few seconds and then he then he's like, get away from her. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> oh, God. I would kill for a xenomorph in this movie right now. Xenomorph versus Michael. Fuck it. They fucking pair the xenomorph with everything. Didn't they have like Archie versus the Predator or something? Yeah. but then Arch- again, every, oh, Archie Everybody shows Predator. up in, uh... in comic books. When are they going to have Ninja Turtles versus Battletoads? The original versus the ripoff. Uh, Coming 2022. I, I was going to say, like, IDW would... Lawrence Kasdan rumored to write. <laughs> uh, with uh, uh, writing, shared writing credit with Ryan Johnson. Sure. <laughs> Let's see what happens here and out there. Music sting. No! Because ah! we need that, you know? Jump scare. We need the jump scare. False jump scare. We need that false jump scare with the music sting in a scene where there's no Michael Myers or anything. <laughs> how, f- how funny if it was it's a musical note being played by Sting every time a, a sting happens. <sighs> and each sting is a message from the bottle. I'd like to be stung by a scorpion right about now. <laughs> get me out of this one. That kid's going to get beat up for that plaid hat. Did you ever get made fun of for what you wore at school? Yes, but I can't remember specifics. Mm-hmm. I know if I ever wore like a vacation shirt that someone gave me, like like a souvenir, I'd get made fun of. Yeah. Um, yep. And so now, Doctor, when we've we've already omitted a conversation out in the oh, hallway. Yep. yep. We got rid of a Loomis scene. Yep. Because Joe nice, Spell hated uh, um, Donald Pleasance. <laughs> oh my god, we're forgetting who's who. Fucking every scene now just feels like like a fucking just quick drop in. It, it, every every scene now because of how they've like cut cut them and minimized them, every scene now feels like a fucking drop in. Yeah. Like that scene just now, you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't part of any larger conversation. Yeah, you're just like, wait, what, what, who, what? and then, and all of a sudden the scene's over. Yep. Like they even cut out that. They cut out the beginning and ending of that last scene at Smith's well, Grove. Well, the idea, like, as from screenwriting, like one hundred and one, like your ideal scene is to like the saying is get in late and get out early. And so you get in as late as possible into the conversation, so you just need the essentials and you get out as quickly as possible. However, uh, you need to have. Some substance in there. It can't just be just information, well, uh, verbal diarrhea. That's the thing, though. We do get in during Loomis and Wynn's conversation. Yeah, we don't see middle. him approach the building. We don't see him walk yeah. up that floor. And, and we get out after Wynn has made his point about go on lockdown, code red. If he's out there, I'm going to bring him back alive. And we don't see whatever else happened in that conversation because it wasn't important. It was just Wynn making his point. 
to yeah. Loomis. Like, I'm going to get him. Yeah, like, Dr. Wynn was like, um, Auntie Anthony from Thunderdome. Like, bring him back alive. We will rebuild. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. And now we have Tommy Doyle being the most subtle of all detectives here. We have we have the human equivalent of lead paint. A <laughs> uh, block of wood. Poison, Go- poisonous and very... Land. And um and now he's going to talk. Can to I help you, sir? Why are you talking to me? Who are you? Like how he just looks down and back up. And you what, talk- must, what must be what must he be like at Home Depot when he's looking for something? Sir, have, can I help you something? Do you have three fourth inch nuts? Where are the roofing nails? <laughs> On the roof. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like the, even the Terminator had more emotion looking for Sarah Connor at the I police ju- station. I just wish he would have had his hand in the inside of his coat while walking around like that. Cause <laughs> at, least, at least it would have added a context that's not even there, and you might have actually felt something like, "Oh fuck, but, is he going to shoot everybody?" But no, no. But he has to be like Mr. Bean, where it's just his finger gun, mm-hmm. but he's hiding in his jacket to cause a scene. Well, I would say then he'll be like humming the Mission Impossible theme, but and here's when he goes into the women's bathroom. He's like, mmm, blood. Blood. I wonder what this is. And he uh, smelled oh, it too. Oh my fuck? god! <laughs> AIDS is a thing there, Tommy! The <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? It could be menstrual blood. It is menstrual blood! <laughs> oh, this is fucking stupid! There's a baby in the cabinet. Again. There's a baby in the cabinet! <sighs> I don't watch movies. <laughs> Something was hard of liquid in my cup right now. I'm sure we have a cinder block somewhere <laughs> I can throw at you. <laughs> oh man! I'll pour some quick drying cement in it and throw uh, it at you. There we go. It was so, it was solidifying my end. Shh! Look, even the light doesn't want to be there. It was no, it's to flickering. Fade. And now it's back on when he leaves. That's uh. his brain. Brain, it's mush. Since when? He's come home. And then cut. That whole scene was like one big fucking insert. Yeah. And we don't get, you know, Loomis seeing Jamie's body for the first time. Yeah, okay, like... The conversation okay. with the cops. Omit that entire scene. And just even like that little part of it, like, does that scene add anything? No. Honest to God, I feel like the only thing it adds is to know why Loomis is in the hospital later. I guess. No, because they could just show a shot of Jamie and then pull back and show Loomis standing there. Like, okay, he, he found out where she is. Because well, they already- the, well, no, the next. Well, the thing is, the next scene is my favorite one of all time in every fucking movie. Just when, get me a doctor. When Tommy fucking runs into Loomis, who's already there. We needed to know why Loomis was there, and that's what that... Uh, I'm talking originally. Ideally, fucking reshoot the whole fucking thing differently or just le- leave the producers cut the way it is. Yeah. That's what explains why Loomis is at the hospital, because he was there when they were collecting Jamie's body, and he followed there. Oh, <laughs> shut up, asswipe. I was going to say, shut up, Tim. Yeah, shut up, Tim. I know. <laughs> I don't usually <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I don't hate on Tim's and other media, but like Fire. they're oh uh, dun 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 dun. <laughs> the dragnet theme should follow him wherever he goes. He looks like he's carrying a fucking bomb. He does look like he's carrying a bomb. Oh Christ! 
Oh, Christ. Now! here <laughs> and think it over here we have the scene where tommy doyle is talking to dr loomis and something happens that shouldn't happen at nine o'clock that night it should happen like five minutes later in the parking lot go to waffle house and talk it over <laughs> y'all have a waffle house don't you i bet you there's a waffle house in illinois how about you guys both go to Walmart together and buy diapers and clothes and formula for the baby. And guns. And just pretend that- Lots of guns. And just pretend- Yeah, they'll sell them to that guy. I'm sure Tommy has bought plenty of guns without a permit and stolen them and sawed off their barrels so that they fit in his clothes better. I really do wonder how many bullets I've sold when I was- The way he carries that baby, I fucking feel like he has experience with explosives. <laughs> but yeah, just go- And to, not just diarrhea. Go together to pr- pretend to be like father and grandfather shopping for the baby and talk it over, you know? But now Kim Darby's like, all right, she's cleaning up the mess that's the Strode residence. Fire axe, I mean- uh, She's cleaning wh- up the mess that is this movie, uh, the show- the, the, blah, the, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. You want you want to? No, <laughs> okay. I, don't want, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I never know the answer is. I don't want to go. Corona extra. I could use that. And when I mean Corona extra, I mean extra Corona is no. a coronavirus to escape this no. fucking movie. No, don't joke about that. We were so sincere about Corona last episode. Let's not devolve that. Into well, that. I, that's what happens when you watch Halloween, two versions of Halloween 6. <laughs> now the, the, if you couldn't tell from the last scene, my fucking mind is gone. Yep. <laughs> my brain has turned to pudding and not even the delicious kind of pudding. Hmm. All right. Your hands are wet. Let's touch this uh, exposed breaker. No, she's touching the handle. She's not touching the actual... Fuses I, I, wish you, I wish you'd just grab the, the fuses. Just... I want to grab the fuses in my breaker right now. <laughs> breaker, breaker, one-niner. Come on back now. Oh, Mom shoes. Now clean it up. <laughs> clean huh. it up, I said. She goes up there. It's just Clemenza. It's just like, hello, Miss Darby. It is Garotzer. <laughs> Save her from this movie. Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. <laughs> Take the laundry. Oh, fuck. I could go for cannolis. The cannolis would be dope right now. I ate too much. So yeah. I really so now. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe there's nothing in the house there. Maybe you're not being stalked in your own home. Maybe someone farted. Old man in the house. Old man in the house. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Bad luck when there's an old man in the house. Old man, how you, what you doing in here? I'm scared of you. And Tommy brings uh, Stephen back to his apartment. Okay, and, Stephen. Oh. And so, you know, he's going he's gonna to read him his manifesto. His working draft. 
to uh I don't know. The kid finally just gave up like maybe if I stay quiet this fucking weirdo will leave me alone. <laughs> like they like it when I'm flailing about, but if I just lay broke, here they'll give me back to my mom. The broken doorknob, did you see that? No, I didn't. The fucking doorknob was like broken and hanging. Jesus. Just like this movie. It's broken and hanging, just laying there. For those who really like this movie, I apologize. Uh, for those who really like this movie, I don't. And now you know the di- diametric opposing uh, feelings towards this movie. I, I find it watchable because it does come from something that was good, like the original idea. Honest to God, no, to be perfectly fair, we don't know how that original idea would have truly translated. It could have been terrible for all we know. It could have also been terrible, but... I mean, it was going to be more of a spectacle because he wanted to have a fucking helicopter. He wanted to have wind die in like a helicopter crash. I should have died by a windmill. By windmill? By going around in circles over and over again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't fight it. Hmm. All right. As uh, Danny makes his way home. And then we get the little promotional van here that Barry Sims is coming to town. Um, I've got the microphone up against my brain. As I say, it's hearing your inner thoughts. I don't think I want to hear your inner thoughts right now. There's a man with a sock on his head. (laughs) He's Mr. Socko. Some people like to eat bugs. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, little boy. <laughs> you know, these are the things we'd say if you had a personality or social skill. Oh, there you go. That fucking, that was difficult. Extracted that fucking sorry from his mouth like <laughs> fucking dentist extracting teeth. <laughs> I guess if this kid's not going to apologize to me, I'll apologize for getting in my way. I'll apologize to him. Mm-hmm. Seriously, he looked at him like, the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's not my fault. You dropped it. Oh, and there was another sting that we just missed. Ring! Fuck that, man. I want to watch Maury right now. Maury po- Maury I want Michael Myers on Maury. You are the father! And he just buries his knife into Maury. I want to see Michael Myers do the You Are Not the Father dance. <laughs> you ever see that on Maury? When, yeah. when, when they're so happy they do like a fully choreographed, and then the woman runs full speed into the back. Do you know our old professor, uh, Al Bernstein? Yes. Uh, his uh, his lady worked for Maury for years. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you knew Rooster Cockburn couldn't save us. Fail your hand, you son of a bitch. <laughs> blam, 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 blam. Let's have a gun, it's a knife. Yeah. He fills his hand with a knife. Michael Myers on horseback charging after you with, two, <laughs> with dual knives. At this point, why not? Well, no, things have recovered nicely in in, in the current timeline continuity universe. Things. Yes. <sighs> the axe is missing. Actually, it's been found by somebody. Actually... Uh, I see what you did there. See, you're 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 at the point that you're not even going to get mad at me for. The, I the, want ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Do you want? I'm not doing anything else until I get ice cream. <laughs> I'll talk to myself. I'm I'm perfectly capable of doing that. You probably have plenty of experience. Uh, talking to yourself all day long. Recently unemployed. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I talk to myself, but I only get worried when I answer back. <laughs> I said to myself, "Self." <laughs> I answered, "Yes, self." Yeah, it's one. Bad if somebody else can hear the voices in my head. Mm. The voices, the voices in my head. The Dennis Leary song. Oh my God, a fence! <laughs> How did he build that fence in the past ten minutes? Uh, he he's a forebearer of Fortnite, and it, and it seemed to have aged about ten years. That fence, it's weathered <laughs> significantly. He should have used a ceiling finish. <laughs> Myers. Uh, and Tide can get those blood stains out. We made that joke last time. The tides have turned for her. Oh fuck! The red tide. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. So now we have this chopped up scene as she approaches the house. Uh, as Kara approaches the house, it's chopped up like her brother. <laughs> I like the editing. Uh, like the band, the sick fucks. Chop, oh. chop. Chop of your mother. Chop, chop. Chop of your mother. No one's home. Go away. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Wow. These are... The shots are very short. They're like less than three seconds apiece. Is that bad? No, not when you want to build suspense. Oh. Well, I mean, this is the version of the film that got hacked up. Like a Myers victim. Yeah. Uh, she. The biggest victim was the script. <laughs> no, the biggest victim is the audience. I was going to say, say we want to recalibrate that one. <clears throat> no wonder they had to bring uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis back to the series. Twice. <laughs> that, that, that'll be a fun ride when we get to Resurrection. Oh, yeah, that'll be a fun ride, like being in the fucking trunk of a car from a fucking kidnapped madman on drugs during a police chase. (laughs) Oh, man, like how cool it would be to be in the Bronco. And it'll end the same way with fire. (laughs) The Myers house burns, or the Myers shed burns down. With the crazy world of Arthur Brown's (laughs) fire playing in the background. Fire. Oh, you kidding me? That makes more sense than this. (laughs) I'll take you to burn. I like his headdress. Who's too, yes. Who's who next? fucking... Yeah, who fucking... Put, the, Michael Myers did it. It's symbolism. Well, he, what he, he what put, is the symbology there? Uh, um, stabbing. He put he put, stuck the knives in the washboard up, upward. Up, you never... Upward. St- you you put them down because like, accidents can happen. Accidents but the, can but happen. Accidents? Accidents? Like, like what happened to Mrs. Strode? Yeah. No, he wants you to pick them up that way so that... He doesn't have to do it himself. Michael Myers is getting up there in age. <laughs> and he needs people to help him kill themselves. Uh, so he's going to lay traps that they stupidly fall for. At least this uh, sequence is preserved with the... Um, Mostly. Most. Uh, well, I was going to say you were saying. You were just talking about like each cut being three seconds long. Um, it just reminds me that uh, near the end, uh, like George Carlin stand up, like when he reached a certain age like a, of an old fart... You can be anywhere doing anything and just turn to your family and say, Jeez, Jeez, I'm, I'm feeling tired. tired. It's, it's you can get morning. out of any social situation <laughs> by saying the words, Gee, I'm kind of tired. 
Okay, come on. Grandpa's going to bed. He's tired. <laughs> Your grandson's looking at you like, it's early in the morning. Well, it's only 1130 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know it's a different stand-up, but I'm a modern man. I'm a modern man. I'm an uploaded, uh, down, uh, uploaded, download. I think that was the same one. Life is worth losing. Is that, no, is it's that, bad for you. It's bad for you. I don't it's know bad if for you. I don't think it's, that's the opening rap. Yeah, because I remember, fuck. It's either life is worth losing or it's bad for you. It's bad for you is the one we just started with. Yes. Uh, I think less worth losing is maybe with the- That's uh, the second to last one. Yeah. His last one was not good. Life, uh, It's bad for you? I fucking love that one. Was that the last one? I thought he did one more after that. No, that was the last one. Oh. 2008, and then he passed away a few months later. Mm. Maybe he could have saved this movie. George Carlin? Yeah. Hey, it is well, he was the too, opera. He was too busy filming episodes of the George Carlin show at this time. He had his own sitcom on Fox. And voicing uh, the conductor on Thomas Mr. the Tank Engine. Mr. Conductor. Mm-hmm. It's one way to conduct himself. Speaking of conducting yourself, he just brought a strange woman home <laughs> and a baby. Mrs. B, I've started a family in the last day. <laughs> okay, Tommy. No, I expect you to stay in the crawl space. <laughs> He's not dressed up like Bozo the Clown. Or Pogo. Oh. Or what's the Jerry Lewis... Uh, Clown movie. That, oh, oh the, the day the cr- clown, clown cried. Yeah, the uh, the lost movie of uh, his career because of it was a vanity project about uh, clowns uh, helping uh, children before they led to the gas chambers yeah. in World War Two. Few people have seen it. So I, think, you, I think Harry Shearer saw it. Has said he's seen it. Yeah, and he hasn't. He's like, what? Are you, what exactly are you trying to do with this movie? Like, he didn't understand it. Yeah. I just noticed something. There was a weird magnet on his, uh, on Tommy's um, fridge. fridge. It was what's her name who ate the dog crap in the uh, that John Waters movie. Uh, yeah, um, cult uh, film fans are yelling at me for now for not knowing her. No, I'm just I'm sighing because of like this confusing person. Yeah, it's like our, our main hero has no personality, so everyone on the crew put a sticker up. Yeah, put a poster up. Put something up that's stupid. All it takes is mother touch. That's just... Oh, jump cuts. Yep. All right, so let's chop this scene up, which explains Michael Myers and why he kills. People won't understand it unless we cut it up and make it more confusing. I'm sorry you left these... Uh, the mouse on the left side is weird. Yeah, that's my hot take for the episode. I got a hot take for this episode. It's in the toilet. Now, is it a European toilet where there's no water so you can feel the steam coming off the bowl? No, it's an American toilet where Mm. the shit flushes down and Mm. leaves as as intended. If you could, would you own a bidet? Probably not. Oh, like I've never experienced a bidet. I'm curious about it. You like having your asshole tickled by water? Okay. Just take the seat off when you flush. <laughs> Just take the toilet seat off when you flush and sit back down. Well, it's, it's It'll different. wash your ass out. <laughs> Speaking of washing your ass out, back to the movie. 
Oh, man. We might as well just call this episode Tangent. And they don't even know what this movie's about. Well, technically, we already spoke about it in the producer's cut one. Yeah. You're just all sort of here for our pain. And suffering. You know, Tommy, do something I should have done four hours ago. Tommy, it's not really a shirt. That's an undershirt you're wearing. <laughs> the thermal. That's that's the. He's got the fashion sense of Charlie from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> He's even got the same jacket. I eat stickers all the time, dude. Hilarity. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> the gang versus Tom, Michael Myers. Tommy Doyle definitely didn't get deep pregnant. <laughs> uh, plus, that's a fluid. Has Loomis even eaten anything today? Like he went to the he went to the Myers house, then went back to the hospital. Has her condition approved, Doctor Loomis? She's dead. No. Uh, maybe he stole somebody else's Jello. <laughs> he stole it from a patient. Yep, who who desperately needed who desperately nourishment. needed Jello that day, and not Jello Biafra from uh, Dead always, Kennedys. There's always room for Jello. I could go for Jello now. You're just hungry. Jello and sna- no, I'm not though. That's a thing. But just like I could go for something that that pleases me because watching Halloween Six does not please you. No, like. Snack cake. I still want snack cakes. We didn't stop at the grocery store. We didn't store. stop at the But it's okay because I am very full right now. Yeah. So. Just, just, just the flavor of sweet snack cakes. Huh. I want to taste Little Debbie's tasty snack cakes. That came out bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so did this movie. <laughs> that, came, that came out like ho- like the theatrical cut of Halloween 6. Huh. I was like, maybe we should reboot this. Input. Rebooting doesn't always work. I'm looking at my failed Windows 98 computer over there. Yeah, your rebuild of a... And and I've rebooted it many times, and it still doesn't work. You you never got... Oh, you never... uh, I don't have the fucking mental fortitude to try again. It's kind of just sitting there. I I need my buddy, buddy also named Mike, who, who helps me build these things, and... Figure shit out with computers. I need him. I need him here for strength, for for emotional support. Yeah, because even the best, even my best times, I don't think I can. Uh, well, you'll just be bored if you're here. Yeah, watching this shit load and install him. At least he could like look at the computer. Like, oh, okay, that's normal. That's normal. Even though like Windows ninety eight is very uncharted territory for him because he's a number of years younger than us. Actually, I think he's about the same. Actually, I think he's same age as you. I don't know. But still, yeah. Reboot, rebooting doesn't always work. Now, just look at the Amazing Spider-Man series. Look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Uh, I think every fucking movie in that is a reboot. But then they say, no, it'll make more money if we if we call it a sequel. So put something in the opening. That acknowledges cold, the first one. The opening cold reading that fucking acknowledges the others. But makes no sense. Barry's wearing nothing but underwear in the Midwest in on the Halloween. Fall. Yep. <laughs> oh, what a scumbag! Maybe he thought there was a kid on it. That's why he hit. It. Yeah, that's why he cheered with glee as he ran over Whoopee! a kid's leg.
Did Michael put up these decorations? Uh, yes. That'd be funny. Like you see him with like the. Ah! Oh. Music sting. Spooky. Spookiness. Flash! As now, Mr. Schroeder has gone down into the basement to investigate a weird noise because this is a horror movie. People live, people die. I just noticed they fucking drilled holes through my ceiling beams. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to do that. That fucking it, can weaken the ceiling. Yeah, and... Oh, cool. So this, the, the fucking ceiling may collapse on us and stop us from watching this. Uh, I don't think That's it's going to happen cool. by the time this movie's over. <sighs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> because those, those holes have been drilled there for a long time without any real sign of things falling apart. I can wish. Huh? I hope it lands on you, because I want to live. All right. <laughs> Deal. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. Uh-huh. Turn the page. I still say, when you open the dryer, it should have been a severed head in there with the dirty... The well, they did that in Halloween Resurrection when they copied this scene, when the, the guard in the beginning... Yeah. Opens up the the washing machine and there's the guy's head underneath everything, mm-hmm. and then he trips over his body with the severed head in the pool of blood that and he totally didn't see walking in. Didn't see when he walked in. When Michael Myers did his one arm pull up and lowered himself like in H two O because because that was a better movie. Uh huh. All right, this is one of the better parts over the producers cut the exploding head part because <laughs> exploding heads make everything better. Yes. Trying to think what movies can be improved with exploding heads. Wizard of Oz. Well, here's the thing, though. Michael Myers is holding on to it, so he's getting electrocuted too. Technically, yeah, because right, the vault is just running through him. Shouldn't his head explode too, Michael Myers? Wow, well, he didn't step in the water, or his shoes of rubber. I was gonna say he's like currently submerged in it. Yeah. And as we said last time, Barry Sims was originally. Supposed to be played by Howard Stern, but he was working on private parts. And after this movie, t- to make myself feel better, I'm going to work on my private parts for a little while. Your daily exercises? I daily. I'm going to cry while doing it, too. <laughs> just to get, let the pain go away. You too, huh? There used to be a website called cryingwhileeating.com. It was just like videos people would put up of them crying while eating. It was pretty cool, actually. God, that sounds so sad. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. No, it sounds terrible. It's fucking amazing. Ah, this is like in the mid two thousands. This guy just with a giant sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, is it as funny as the environmentalist uh, video that I showed you of them just crying in the woods? Uh, I 
think it might have been funnier. Oh, okay. It's just you're trying to wrap your head around it and wonder what could have happened to make this person crying while eating a large sandwich. Yeah, because they're probably – all right, here's a question. Were they all or mostly overweight? No. Okay. Maybe it's just random people crying while eating. Mm. Maybe we should we can bring back that uh, trend on TikTok and become influencers. Ugh. I want to influence. I, the only thing I want to influence people to do is not watch Halloween. <laughs> well, with this commentary track, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, that. turn this off. This isn't very good. You should you should stop listening to this. So, those of you that are still with us, Barry Sims just walked away after getting rejected for sex for probably the ten thousandth time today. That day, yes. He would not be employed today. Just too many sexual harassment suits. Yeah, he'd be uh, he'd be canceled pretty fucking hard. So let's cut out the part where he gets in the wrong van, or or where the audience is notified of him getting in the wrong van. Yeah, like oh, it, that cut it, right there. It, it's so, it's so abrupt. It's like two seconds. There's these in the producer's cut. There's these fucking setups that build suspense and let you and, and notify you. Oh shit, something could happen right here, or something's going to happen right here, and you sit there waiting for it. And then it, in this, they cut that setup out. So when it happens, it's just oh, it happened. And so Michael got a mile down the road pretty fast. Yeah. And then he gets back pretty fast. Yeah. Well, he's probably not back now. No, but in the producer's cut, he is. Oh, yeah. Because they cut this part out when he comes from around the corner and we see behind him that he's in the house. Another setup. You know he's in the fucking house. They probably cut it out because they realized, oh, he was just at the carnival. They probably can't just get back there so quickly. Well, we don't know how long it took them to get back because they were just there as well. So. Now, but in movie time, that immediately cuts over there. You kind of assume it's happening around the same time. I don't know. I don't think enough time passed because then where is this fair? Down the road? Yeah, they said like a quarter, quarter mile down the road. Like Barry Sims literally just left. Like a quarter mile, you hit a few red lights. Mm. Barry Sims literally just left, was walking towards the van, and like they would have had to go through the parking lot too. Yeah, right there where they had just cut just a few seconds ago. Michael Myers was supposed to walk out from the darkness. Did they even pay attention in fucking editing? It's like, he was just at the house, he leaves to go to the fair, and then he had to fucking stash the body in the tree. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god. All right, so no version of this is good because nothing makes sense. This does not make sense. This is the Chewbacca defense of fucking movies. Because Michael had to kill Barry Sims. Tie his body up in Christmas lights, put it in the tree. Yeah, he illuminated the body while he put it up in the tree. So not only did no one fucking see him do this, they didn't see him do it while his body's lit up. He was He's wrapped around with so many Christmas lights, he should have a sign that says, live, laugh, love on him right there, because it's so fucking basic. All right, the transition between when Michael killed Barry Sims and they got back needed, like, a fucking, I don't know, like an overhead establishing shot of, like, a car driving down the street and then pulling in the driveway. Yeah. Just to space something out. All right, another thing I like better in the theatrical cut is this kid. And not singing a stupid song, she sounds, like, confused. Like, Mommy, it's raining. Yeah, it's raining, it's raining red. red. It's like, Mommy, it's, ra- it's raining red. Like, what? Who, who wrote that fucking song? Fucking Grand Funk Railroad? <laughs> oh, my God, Tommy's emoting. I mean, she could be an American band. Look, he's tied up in fucking Christmas lights. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. that's that's his that's his shocked face. Who's the who is the nemesis on uh, Duckman? 
Oh, I don't remember. God damn. I feel like that's a diabolical thing that he would do, just tie up his victim in a tree like that for Duckman. Duck. I don't think Duckman has a nemesis. Yeah, he does. He, Tim Curry voices the character. Oh, right, right, right. I don't know why my ADD mind went there, but... I don't know why I forgot it, even though I own the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> but it still has one of my favorite uh, throwaway yeah. g- jokes in anything. Is it? Is it the, you know, the last thing my father told me was? <laughs> yes. Careful, son, the gun is loaded. No, not that. <laughs> uh, I said that to so many people, and just out of context, and people will always laugh at that. <laughs> but it, but the fact that it's delivered in such a deadpan fashion by Cornfed. Yeah. Oh, the last thing my father said to me was, careful, son, I think it's loaded. <laughs> no, 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 not, not that. that. <laughs> the reason why Jason Alexander won't do it anymore is because his voice. Because it takes a lot out of him to do Duckman. Or or fucking angry, shocked, and just emotional George Costanza. Uh. I don't own the Duckman DVDs. I, I really need to get that set. I was thrilled when I saw they were available. I fucking jumped on that right away. <laughs> oh, and there's the thorn tattoo. Because... Because he had to take a shower right after sex, you know, because... And he totally left Beth uh, very unsatisfied. Because that was the most lackadaisical orgasm I ever saw. Mm-hmm. He is a chump of two pumps. All right, all right. Who is the bigger chump of two pumps? Him or Judith's... Uh... Boyfriend. I maintain that he wasn't a two-pump chump. I maintain that he looked at the time and said, oh, shit, I gotta go. Your parents could be home soon. Like, he got her half naked and then still left? Yeah, half naked. Well, I mean, they're teenagers. They actually probably back then respected authority Mm. and didn't want to get in trouble. I kind of feel like they wanted to peruse a bulk for Beth. They couldn't get her, so they got this actress. Now here comes, let's ruin this kill. Hmm. <laughs> Did you see the fucking subtitles? Yeah. She called her Carol. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we started out good, and now we ruined it. Yeah. Slow motion, flash, for no reason. Slow motion, flash cut. Slow motion, flash cut. And and roof. No, that's Halloween, that's H2. Yeah, it's H2. We're not up to that yet. Not yet. And roof. And a roof. And a roof. <laughs> the cowardly killer. That's an idea for a short. The cowardly killer. Who what, wants- the fucking cowardly lion acting like Michael Myers? No, like like he, a person who wants to be a slasher, but he's he's very he's a scaredy cat himself. He doesn't like the sight of blood, but he yes. wants to be a killer. <laughs> When she got poking, was there just a musical sting there when she grabbed the poker? I think so. Or at least the thunderclap. What the fuck? This it's not raining. At least they didn't reshoot this and like gave her I don't know like a plunger to use that again. No, George Lucas would CGI a plunger in. 
Uh, or, like- if, or if it were if it were ET, it'd be a walkie-talkie. <laughs> the CGI a walkie-talkie. For- we replaced the hot poker with walkie-talkies. It was Saving Private Ryan, the new cut, where all soldiers are replaced to wa- replaced walkie- walkie-talkies. walkie-talkies. Did Lucas and Spielberg ever respond to that, that South Park episode? I hope they did. I, I want to know their response to the fucking uh, Indiana Jones one a few years later. Oh, when they uh, rape uh, Indiana Jones so many On times? On the pinball table? Yeah. Like it's uh, Jodie Foster? Yes. Or in Deliverance? At least they maintain this suspense of Yeah, and they ruin it with the fucking musical sting. Do we have let's see, we have flash cuts. And you hear like a reversed reverb fucking screaming choir. <laughs> oh, no flash cut. No, but we obnoxious sound design. It's the obnoxious sound design. More sound design. More obnoxious sound design. <laughs> and we have the volume kind of low. Yeah, so we could so it doesn't bleed over into the mics. But we could still hear that. Yeah. The, the fucking musical sto- score that they fucking put Store. in here. It's like the equivalent of a kid fucking flailing his arms and screaming. <laughs> Pay attention to me. He and George P. Wilbur look bored right there. That'll stop him. A door. Door. I mean, it worked for the aliens and signs. Well, that's what I love about it. It's like he doesn't just barge right out. He, like, waits for her to fucking discover her dead mother. He waits for the attic door to give out somehow. Boom! And she actually looks like a dead person. Yeah. Like, he's got good timing. He left the axe in her chest just so he'd have a weapon for later. He's thinking ahead. Ow. That's how I feel <laughs> watching the falling down a flight of stairs. Thrown down the stairs. You know what we, I, I should do just as for shits and giggles. I should take a dump and then laugh at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Michael Myers gets hurt in like a pratfall or something gets he gets hit or shot with something, I should just cut in all the grunts and groans of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of him falling down the stairs, like ah, no, no. Or, or Homer Simpson falling down the stairs. No, son of a no. It's funny. Like Larry sent me a clip for, of when they recreated the scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark about uh, Bart stealing the yeah the jar the jar change. Yeah, and it ends with Homer standing outside or oh. running out of the lawn with the rake, like, <laughs> like the. <laughs> Or go around and go in the other room. There's an exit most on the other side the, of the house. Yeah, most you of the shit connects. This isn't the real Michael Myers house. I know. Do you know what I know? She actually had like this suspenseful original score playing under like the dun, 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 Ow! As my brother-in-law and the, I the say, remix. we say like, oh, the Eddie Van Halen score for the Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the Halloween tour as done by Buckethead. <laughs> More string skipping and tapping. And die bombs. Michael Myers doesn't move his arms when he walks. Why are you doing that? Oompa, doompa, doompa, dee, dee. If you are wise, you'll turn off the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just go out the back door because you can't defend yourself upstairs. And Danny's like, you heard that too, right? <laughs> it's not just in my head. They all hear the voice. They're yeah. all cursed by Thorn. Yeah, and on Horror's Hollow Grounds, they interviewed the uh, owner of this house. And Sean Clark even took a picture up. Uh, uh, not took a picture, but he had someone film him up in the window, standing out there, staring at, <laughs> out the window like Tommy Doyle. <laughs> How'd you get here? Luckily, I'm upstairs. I can get Steven. We can get out of here. Hello, dear. Mm. <laughs> That's where my brain... That's the part of the movie where my brain does the same thing. Jumps out the fucking window. The somersaults out the window. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I think she's dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's totally dead. Now we get almost entirely into reshoot territory. Yeah. The whole fucking third act was reshot. Except for like a few With, like reused shots. I don't like any time Loomis is on screen, it's from because Donald Pleasance had passed away by this point. They still give her sacrificial clothing. <laughs> At least they gave her shoes. They're courteous enough like that. Uh, I wonder who it was that got to undress her and put her in her new clothes. Uh, the mustache dude. Oh. The guy that looks like he works with Jiffy Lube. <laughs> hey, it's new Smith's Grove Sanitarium. New Smith's Grove. Now, I know George Wilbur did not return for these reshoots. It was uh, primarily Michael Lerner, but also, in, and you could tell by the, the way he walks in that, like, when when they're walking underneath, yeah, when they're trying to get away from him, like, underneath the building, it looks like he's almost fucking jogging. It was him, and also, a few scenes later, visual effects artist Brad Harden. Yeah, and the two of them are kind of a little bit slimmer than uh, George B. Wilbur. So not not as a shaming thing, but it's just like no, you it, can tell there's a difference between who's there, you know, yeah, who's behind the the mask. He's back. He's back. Hey, different office. Ow. At least half of the conversation is different. And that's the thing, though. I, and you could also see in the mirror up there the guy walking away that Tommy was originally looking at in the yep. producer's cut. <laughs> wait, wait, awkward turn around. Oh, nope. they cut out here. Remember when we watched this for the first time? It was you, me, and my ex. 
and like we were like saying like I bet he does an awkward turnaround and then Tommy turns around the camera <laughs> and the producers cut. I'm uh, mad, man. See, here's the, the fucked up part is I actually do like this new third act, but not the ending specifically, but this new third act better. As I described it in our actual episode we did two years ago, it's the, the science versus mysticism. Mm-hmm. You know, the theatrical cut is the science one. The producer's cut is the mysticism one. But it makes you wonder like, if they should have re-shot the opening. Ooh, sorry. Uh, well, you'd have to do a you have to do quite a bit of reshooting. Well, no, you're right because you wouldn't have to do quite a bit. You, but yeah, like have her giving birth in an yeah. actual like hospital fucking room. And, mm-hmm. Well, there actually is an alternate opening that is included, I think, on this Blu-ray where when they're doing the speech in the beginning, um, the baby's in like an incubation chamber with like, oh, nurse- the one we see at the very end. Hmm. The one we see at the very end. I don't know if it's the exact same chamber, but the baby's in some like fucking some some like chamber. Oh, okay. He's like you know born and fully grown. He's he's the four month old newborn. Right, right, right. <laughs> but still, like a nurse is looking, and it is does have more of that you know Rosemary's Baby science thing. I guess before they went to the fucking full Temple of Doom version. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! <laughs> yes, hail Satan! <laughs> I was gonna say like so. What's the hail Stan? He worships some guy named Stan. Stan. We stand for this person. As uh, Tommy investigates this seemingly abandoned corridor. Why would you stick your face in there? Oh, Jesus Christ. And are you afraid of the doc? Are you afraid of the doc uh, villain? Who's the woman that's in every Wes Craven film? She's the teacher in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Lin Shay. Lin Shay. This is Lin Shay in the movie Kingpin. <laughs> the landlord. Yeah. That fucking Woody Harrelson has to have sex with, and then he immediately goes and vomits in the toilet. <laughs> Lin Shay's a wonderful woman. She is, but in that movie, she did an amazing job playing a, a very... Questionable person. Questionable person. Kingpin is a great movie. Yes, it is. It it's is very fucking funny. Fucking movie. Dennis Quaid is like an Amish bowling prodigy. Huh. Room 237. Oh, shit. That's clever. That's unoriginal. Should have been 217. Do you know the one, like, in the book? No. Oh. <laughs> J- Actually, shit, I think Michael Erner might be a little stockier than George Wilbur, because mm. look at that punch. Might be. Uh, or was the... Fuck, I don't know. At what point did George Wilbur stop? <laughs> he's, like, so happy to see him. Like, this is the most emoting he's done. Jesus Christ. Like... He can, he can totally he reach practically you. slips. Yeah. I think that door owed him money. <laughs> That's her trying to escape this movie. That's her overacting. Uh, oh, God, stop! Duh. Of course his hand would move. We know that's not going to stop him. 
let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> huh. Well, this is, this is a maximum security ward with every door being open except for Kara's. And it connects to the fucking boiler room? Like, I'm not surprised. Every door except Kara's? He had to break the doorknob off. What are you talking about? I'm saying every door is open except for Kara's. Oh. Yes, it is. But these boiler room sets, I'm like, I'm expecting for Freddy Krueger to pop up eventually. All right. See, this right here, I do like when wind's about to approach. Like, they're all talking like normal people, you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the subtitles might even let us into it. Yeah, the wind says, okay, 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 you can take that off now. Like, even they're joking that there is a, ho- a, a degree of hokiness to what they do. Yeah. You know? That feels more realistic. Surgery. With no anesthesia. Feel the knife pierce you intensely. But what are they actually, like, doing? That's the thing. Like, uh, Oh, are they going to harvest his... No. Who uh, are they doing it to? Presumably... That's, that's a different baby. Yeah, it's totally a different baby. That's not your baby. Now's not the time, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> They've been caught in the act. At least that guy is breathing back. Yeah. But this movie proves that Michael has no peripheral vision. Or he was just that focused on what was ahead of him. And he's allowed to just walk freely around the fucking hospital. Like, or they even know he's there. When there's a fucking inspection. Do they say, Michael, you got to just hide downstairs. Hide in the Temple of Doom room, please. Go to your room. I'm very cross with you, Michael. And then he stabs that person. And then they have to explain, oh, yes, well, we had another accident today. It's like that line from Hot Fuzz. Like, you ever thought about the why the murder rate is so ro- low, but the accident rate is so high? Mm. The government inspector is chomping on a cigar. He doesn't want to hear it. He yeah. just... W.C. Fields is yeah. <laughs> is the uh, health inspector. And so, okay, I want to know what kind of archaic uh, half machete does Michael grab here? Is it a bone? Is that a bone saw? Bone saw is ready. No, uh, bone saws are fucking. They got the fucking. Uh, what the fuck is it? Serrated? They got the saw teeth. Yeah. Bone saws. Cause you got, and, and they're like fucking ricksaw shaped. Because <laughs> you got to saw through fucking, you know, rock it up and down to saw through fucking rib cage. And now Michael's going into there. Uh, he's like, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of. For three minutes of playtime. Ooh, yeah. And that's the end of these people. We still don't know what the fuck is going on. And of course, fucking if, you, if you're epileptic. Don't yep. mind the fucking... I was going to say, this probably would come with a lightsaber. And win. Yeah. But we don't actually see what happens to win. No. Maybe he did win. Away. Maybe he did win. Yeah. As, a, as in, he did win as in he killed him, or he did win as in he won the day. I will leave you Stop up Stop making here. me think so much. I'm watching Halloween 6. It's bad. <laughs> You're hurting me, Tim, by <laughs> making me think this much. Yeah, this is totally come with a light sensitivity uh, warning these days. Why run? Just fucking hide in the corner. He's chasing the fucking doctor. Ah! Well, interestingly enough, the doctor is actually played by Fred Lerner, 
His father. The father of the guy currently in the mic. So, and look, Michael Myers, he's got some spring in his step here. Just double the pace. He's up. practically fucking jogging. Yeah. He's jogging without moving his arms. That always bothered me, even when I watched this as a kid this, or a teenager. It's a 10A uh, uh, musical theme. Yeah. Oh, and it's so sad that they fucking cut this down because the effect actually looks good. When he, like, slices when his head. When he fucking slices his head like an onion. Yep. Oh. It's in the special features. I know. How do you... <laughs> Watch your language. It's children present. Like, I feel so bad for the actors playing characters. I feel like I trip on that dress so freaking easily. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, producer. Well, no. It might have been. Just there well, them cause... running to the gate was... Oh, no, producer. because Tommy would have had his fucking cult uniform on. All right. Yeah, you're right. They reshot that. I love the story of this right here, breaking through the doorknob that uh, Brad Harden tells mm-hmm. on his, you know, more fucking science thing, like where they trying to clone evil or whatever. But Brad Harden tells a story that they had to score around the doorknob and then they fucking like, you know, tried to pull it off. Didn't work. So they like scored it some more, kept going, didn't work, scored it some more, then tied the fucking rope around the guy's way around Brad Harden's waist. And he ran full blast the part where, in a moment. That, yeah, that right there. one. That was Brad Harden with a rope tied around his waist, tied the door, running in the complete opposite direction as fast <laughs> as he could. Like, I kind of want to see it like go wrong in the guitar- cartoonist fashion, where he's immediately yanked, pulled back, pulled yeah. back. <laughs> How heavy that pipe would be for a little woman like her. It's a big section of pipe. Yeah. Maybe she lifts. Who knows? Maybe. You know what? This should have been a real like Friday Thirteenth party and just dump toxic waste on Michael. This is actually when they did the the tour when they were going through this in Horatel Ground. This is actually for for whatever this building is used for now. This is actually like the lounge area. There's like soda machines and couches and TVs. That's what you get for set dressing. Most of the windows are like covered up or obscured by all the equipment. I'm looking behind him. It's, it looks like the fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, I, I think we can admit, though, that this mask is better than the one in H5. Yes, definitely. So much so, it makes an appearance in, briefly in H2O. Yep. The very beginning. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The- stupid baby. <laughs> Jig is up. Uh, Drugs. I wonder what that actually is. Fucking liquid plumber. <laughs> Gonna clean him out. <laughs> it's the same shit that uh, Sarah Connor was gonna uh, fill uh, Dr. Silverman with oh, in T2. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the shit! I'll pump him full of this, I swear. Uh, uh, Alright, b- b- back up, back up, back up. <laughs> There's uh, no way, Connor, let him go. Oh, now he has a broken nose. Uh, like, uh, I know you, sir. I know you're not gonna kill me. I know you're dead, you just know, like... I believe it. I die. Everyone dies. You know, don't so fuck with me! <gasps> All right, open the door. Open the door! I saw Terminator 2 first, so when I saw, like, you know, fucking 
Delicate Flower, Sarah Connor, and Terminator 1984, it was like fucking jarring to me. Yeah. I know some people still find her characterization in T2 to be jarring, but... I get it. Ten years later, she's lost her fucking marbles. She's become, basically become a big jarhead. Yeah. Well, the same people I know who have that problem that have had problem with Laurie in 2018's uh, Halloween. That's probably because they don't show the progression of it happening, this person's, you know, downfall. Yeah. But I understand, like, why some people prefer Laurie in H2O versus 2018. I don't think I have a preference. I see it as just two equal sides of the same coin. This person's fucked up in the head. Here's how they deal with it. Both ways are completely unhealthy. Yes. Man up, you little bastard. <laughs> Your mommy could do everything for you, huh? You got to help that baby. What are you doing, you little prick? Um, Michael's doing the Winnie the Pooh thinking thin. Now, apparently Michael's mask will start bleeding that green material or whatever the fuck it is. Reuse footage. Shooting a lock just doesn't open shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Flash cuts, flash, flash cuts. cuts, flash cuts with with fucking I don't know raw sewage seeping out of his mask. Yeah. Hmm. Can't leave good enough alone. Jesus Christ! I want to see the raw and cut footage of that of it's, those close ups and like it what is, it's supposed to be. Is that his brain's leaking out? Have they been liquefied? Is in nonsensical, inexplicable nonsense. Nonsense. When we did our marathon for Halloween twenty twenty, we only watched one cut, right? Yes. We watched producers. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. <sighs> Doesn't matter anyway. Got rebooted. None of this matters. It's all, it's all bullshit. All of it. Why are there so many hanging chains in the science room? Oh, because I don't know. Because Hellraiser was owned by Dimension at the same time. Oh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least he took the time to pull the fucking needle out before he just left his mask on the floor. Somehow, oh, it's over. It doesn't matter. It's over. It's all over. Memory of Dallin Pleasance. I bet you if Dallin Pleasance, Pleasance could come back to life, he'd fucking say, "Get that, get that shit off the screen." And now we have music by the band Brother, uh, Brother Kane. This fucking song was featured quite a number of scenes. Yeah, the band went nowhere. Because their music was in Halloween 6. <laughs> so, is there any upsides to the theatrical cut? Um, yes, you could turn it off at any time. No, there's a few things, but they're small. Yeah. And they're very small. They're little either cuts or extensions or different ADR. They're minor. Um I think it has a better third act because I like the the science aspect more than the Temple of Doom mysticism. Yeah. 
but the actual, unfortunately, the actual ending of that third act is is clown shoes, dog shit, and insult. I, I mean, not that fucking a circle of magical runes is any is is much better, but it's something. It's 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 it, it was set up before, you know. We talked about runes earlier. We saw Tommy and his fucking his nuts that he plays with. <laughs> And, and it, apparently it goes back to the South Park principle. Um, giant douche and uh, turd sandwich. Turd sandwich. Pick your poison. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like we get that, and then we get lab technicians. Brad Harden. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, we get the setup with the fucking runes in his room when he's explaining how they work, and then talking to Loomis, saying, "I think that I've read about runes of light that can cancel it." So it's something. It sucks, but it's something. It's silly, but it's something. Yeah. And the whole thought of, like, the the, the curse being passed to Loomis, and now Loomis has, is, like, the caretaker of the thing he's tried to destroy. Mm. It's an interesting angle that, unfortunately, couldn't go anywhere because of Donald Pleasance's passing. It, it The movie doesn't just stop. Yeah. We have a shitty third act and a, and a not great ending, but it's better than... A better third act, and then that was Halloween Six again. Yeah, yeah it's... if you listen to these back to back, you have problems. Yep, it is um, quite something. Fucking four Brother Kane songs in this movie. Jesus Christ! They're really, uh, they're really um, banking on that yep. Brother Kane to be the next hot thing. <laughs> And then, well, and then fucking Creed takes off after the next one. Can you take me no, that, higher? The Halloween Nitro's washers line for. Yeah, yeah. And then Scream 3. What if I'm going to That song I actually didn't mind. No, it's actually not that bad. It's adequate. Yep. But yeah, it's. It's over. It's over. Dear God, it's Halloween six is over. We we made it. We got past it. If you made it this far, reach out to me on social media for uh, for help and a hug and like with the hashtag high five because I'll give you a, a digital high five if you made it this far. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at this is Tim Rooney. Rooney as an R O O N E Y. Uh, do not forget to subscribe to this show so you never miss an episode. Uh, my other podcast, please rewind the RF four RM uh, retro show, where we talk about movies when it comes to anniversaries. And my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash through the lens productions. And it's where all my short films are up there. Uh, Mike, uh, thank you for enduring two uh, Halloween 6 viewings in one day. I'm going to go jump off a bridge now. <laughs> okay, Tony Scott. Um, so I hope everybody's enjoyed this episode and come back next time as we continue to talk about geek and pop culture. And we'll be speaking to you soon. Bye-bye.